Would you like me to explain why I was uh, late in recording? Uh, or, like, that wasn't able to record on Wednesday? Sure. So, uh, Monday, uh, it was, like, the the, Friday, the day I got off work. Uh, and so I, my hair had been getting long and bothering me. It's summer. So I went to cut my own hair, messed up, ended up having to shave my head. Okay. Okay. This is going to be one of those roundabout, uh, stories, isn't it? Well, it's more like it's just a series of, of impediments. Cause the next day I went out, I was like, maybe, I'm, I don't know, maybe I should go to Goodwill to like get a hat. Uh, but I stopped for gas and then my car was dead. I see. So I had to get a towed to like a some mechanic place I didn't know because like I I mean any mechanic place is a mechanic place I don't go because I don't really maintain my car. Yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, but I was basically stranded in a section of Seattle, and the only places I could walk to were Goodwill and uh, a weird Italian grocery place where I got like a little cheesy thing. Um, but <laughs> apparently. Uh, my starter was totally dead, and also bad, my battery was low. So, in theory, it was fixed for, like, less money than I was worrying, but still, like, more than I was planning to spend, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so, I I was totally exhausted, because that had been, like, my first day off of my physically demanding work. So, I just decided to go to bed early, and then, very soon in the middle of the night, my fire alarm started beeping. Because it had run out of power, even though it's the type that's wired into the ceiling. So, I couldn't even, like... Yeah, got the battery, make it fully be quiet. I had to wait until the middle of the day, and then I started getting gut pains, maybe from the cheesy thing I got at the Italian grocery store. Or maybe okay. from the stress. Um, Porque no listos. Yeah. So, I ended up just calling in sick for Thursday. And I wow. really wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't up for podcasting. So, how, how was your week? Uh... Well, um, I've been tending to kittens. Uh, we are in the process of getting three feral kittens rehomed. They are adorable, and both my and Sarah's legs are just shredded wrecks right now. Just not but red lines of blood and pain. Like, every time we shower, we just, like, wince as the water runs across the freshly opened kitten wounds. Um, so that's mostly how I've spent the last week. Uh, aside from that, uh, I got a new IBS medication, which uh, I started taking on Thursday, and on Friday made me basically a non-functioning human, so I don't think I'm going to be taking that one anymore. There's lots of ways it can make you non-functioning. Would you care to share, or is it private time? So utterly groggy. Like, I, you know, I, I had to... Uh, Thankfully, thankfully, it was a work from home day that I had like preset up uh, at the office um, because like I, I had to take my car in for uh, for maintenance and it was straight up unsafe. I probably shouldn't have driven <laughs> my car in with how I was feeling that morning. Uh, and I've seen how you drive normally, so that's saying something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, this place is just like a few blocks from my house. So like it was like that, like. You know, I was on the road and I was like, oh, this shouldn't be happening. Hmm. And that was like 12 hours after I had taken the pill. So like it, it should have. Uh, but, you know, that that was my Friday, just like a limbo state of sapience. Plus a, a, a lot of constipation, which is awkward because that's. 
what IBS does to me, and it turns out that this med also does that, so it's constipation on constipation time. So, so you're, the constipation cure you're taking gave you constipation? Yes. We're just a couple of ideal human specimens, aren't we? Oh yeah. Yeah, we are. Right, let's talk about some fucking children's TV shows. Yes. But first, let's go to time.is. Actually, one second. I'm going to turn off a fan that's been next to me to hopefully get my audio a little bit better. One oh second. my god, you didn't turn your fan off already? I I forgot about one. I turned off like three fans. Oh my god, I can hear it! What are you talking? I was... Oh my god, Sam! What the fuck? Do you want me to turn on my AC system? Is this just the, the loud cast? Alright, I have returned. And now I need to keep that bit in so people can understand whose fault that is. <laughs> Welcome to Brokazatsu, Two Brothers Exploration of Tokazatsu Shows and Related Media. My name's Sam. And I'm Harry. And I would like to apologize to anyone who lives on the street nearby that I parked my car next to in the morning because as part of the car troubles I mentioned in the banter section, um, like the battery, it's either dying or dead or, or I'm just not charging it properly. But anyway, I basically need to jumpstart it every morning and I have a little jump thing where it's convenient for me. But due to the way my car is wired, that does mean that the car alarm goes off for like 30 seconds at 6.45 a.m. when I'm getting it started to go to work. Well, I mean, it's their fault for living in Seattle. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel that bad because their homes are very nice in that street. So whatever, class warfare. But Yeah, like, anyone who owns a home uh, in Seattle, like, you know, that, no, that's a seven-figure home, home. Anyone who owns a home is like, <laughs> I, I can throw stones at I, I rent a studio apartment. That's fair. That is fair. What's also fair is the quality of these two episodes. I would say, um, well, I mean, are, are you averaging about? Because there's one of these that I quite liked, and there's one that I did not. Yeah, the first of the two is one of those ones that we will struggle to cover longer than saying three sentences. No, I've I've got things to say about episode one, okay, or rather, good. episode forty-one. Yes, forty-one. So let's get into episode forty-one. Yeah. So uh, as episode forty-one begins, uh, we are hot uh, following like the revelations of the previous episodes. So the Rangers they are hunting Re- those revelations. Revelations. Yes. My okay. God, Sam. Whatever. I don't care. I was just going to roll right through it, and I'm going to continue to roll right through it, because we are following up with another instance where the uh, member of the general public has called in a tip about one of the cards that Enter has thrown about the city. Yeah, uh, but this time they are putting a price to it slash holding it hostage. Yeah, they're demanding 10 million yen, which that's like 100,000, right? Okay, so two things. First of all, 
That's, like, actually a pretty reasonable price. Like, considering the damage and stuff these military operations have to do, like, when these things go bad, that would actually be something you would want to snap up real quick. Like, that, that is a bargain. Like, you know... Yeah, it, how many buildings are knocked over in a single Megazord fight? Even just that. Like, I know, you know... Like, the, there was that sub that went down last week, and, like, there was a rescue operation for that. It's probably not... The finding a giant robot in the middle of Metropolitan metropolitan tokyo is probably not much cheaper than that and they won't even to admit how much money they spend trying to save five billionaires yeah 10 million yen aka that's is that is that one million dollars or is it a hundred thousand dollars it's a hundred grand like a hundred yen just the the shorthand is one yen is one penny so you just cut two zeros off of it gotta be honest that's yeah that is frankly quite a reasonable reward for turning one of these in also if they didn't want to pay it they should just fucking take it. Yeah, the other half of it is, you are a military organization. Like, just arrest him and take the card. Yeah, like, Red Red is calling in the colonel uh, after, like, this guy who's, uh, you know, just Japanese character actor. Like, uh, he's, you know, a heavier guy, clearly uh, uh, polishing, like, golden statues. Clearly, he's supposed to be, like, the picture of Japanese opulence, right? Yeah, he has he has three vases on in his room. And, like, it, if, in the real world, like, if an enemy, if a terrorist organization fired rockets into a city and one landed in someone's backyard, they could just tell the police, like, hey, I'm going to keep this rocket unless you give me, like, 50 grand. No, 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 no. Like, that's, that is when they would be arrested. And sure, there may be a civil trial later when they got some money, but the military would just get that. Also, no, like, I, I don't think the military would ever, like, they would not let the courts charge, like, have someone charge them for doing military duty. That's like the the whole, like, liability nullification or whatever thing that police have, right? Like, the, they would not let anybody ever say you are responsible for this. Like, qualified immunity? Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, like, it all depends, like, you know, is if, if are, the guy, are the Rangers a if, police force or are they just an energy company? We never really clarified that. Yes, is the answer. <laughs> That's the problem. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like but, if you ask nicely, I'm sure I'm sure like you could like get something for it, like put up a GoFundMe and you'd make bank that way. But no, you could you could hold them like uh, hostage like this. Mm-hmm. Like Red is he's calling the colonel, like asking uh, telling him about the demands and asking, you know, we're we're super powered rangers. We could just take this. And the colonel says, we're not thieves, to which I was yelling at the TV screen. No, you're not thieves. You're a paramilitary force weaponizing orphaned children. That is who you are. I'll I'll let the I'll let the child soldiers slide. But I draw the line at, at grad larceny. It's not even larceny. It's not his property. Yeah, <laughs> like. All right. But then, uh, as they're having this discussion, in comes the... The Pink uh, question- Ranger. Yeah, the the Pink Ranger. The, I was thinking, like, question mark femme fatale? I, I don't know. She She's... I think she's supposed to be a femme fatale, and, like, she calls herself a Pink Ranger. Like, I, I don't know. Like, is there some context I'm missing, Harry? Like, is she, like, from another series? Or is she just, like an actor that they wanted to give like a guest star spot and I, call I, her I che- a pink ranger. I checked uh, the actress page from what I can tell. She's not in anything else. Toku related. It, it's just this. So. This was a one and done. Yeah. Like it's, 
was this like a backdoor pilot that failed? I don't know. Like, but listen, they're putting a lot of writing juice into the last eight episodes. I'll say. Okay. So they might have. Okay. They might have just like sent this one to the C team. I I think this is one of those like. We talked a few times before about how episodes felt like they were leftover scripts from prior series. I think this is one of those. It really is just like, there's a vague Phantom Thief character, which is big in Japan. They're they're really into uh, Arsene Lupin and like those stories, or at least they're, they're big on theming things after that. Like it it was in, it was in this, it was in, they actually did a cops versus robbers series of Sentai a few years later. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, like, it was Lupin-themed. There was Persona, which is, uh, like, Persona 5 is Lupin-themed. It's just mm-hmm. whenever they have, like, a... There was Lupin the Third. Like, it seems in Japan, whenever they want to have a Phantom Thief character, uh, even the idea of, like, a Phantom Thief character, it's, like, a Lupin reference. Okay. Similar okay. to whenever you have a detective, kind of the default reference is Shakespeare. Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, so this Pink Ranger shows up. She, like, breaks into the safe steals the card throws one of her business cards at the head like the bald head of the uh, other character actor and runs away and is like fending off the rangers the entire time like she's just a human yeah red is literally the flash he has super speed and teleportation powers here did the show forget that well she like kind of goes around the corner and, like, does a disguise change, which confuses him vaguely for just long enough for her to get away. So I guess there's that. But he was running after her, but not, like, speed running. He was just regular running. I don't know, like, maybe there's rules. Maybe you can't super speed run all the time. I don't think there's rules, Harry. I Whatever. Look, listen, it's a dumb episode, like... Yeah, yeah, this is a bad episode. Like, this is a bad episode that sacrifices a lot of character, forgets a lot of powers, and it's just kind of... Whatever. The the card creates a Phantom Thief droid that eats people's greed. She feels guilty and helps, helps them catch it, and... Like... But doesn't, like, uh, doesn't announce that that's what she's doing. She's just, like, dragging along Red, who agrees to be, like, her assistant in this... One uh, last scheme before she gives up thieving all altogether. I know. It's, again, it's a children's show because so they have to be like stealing is wrong, but I, I don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, like that. We we have lots of shots in this episode of this uh, this evil mech like draining the greed out of like super wealthy people and just causing them to give up their possessions. And I was kind of hoping that this thing could just kind of go for a little while longer. <laughs> Like, this thing was doing good work. It was redistributing wealth. There are some specific addresses we would want to, like, have the robot run by and maybe, like, give it a a couple weeks and then the world might be a better place. It absolutely would. Absolutely would. I mean, we don't ever check in on the people that it drains the greed on, like, after the episode, so maybe we could hope that they never get it back. (laughs) Or they just fall down dead. Yeah. Like, what, what the robot is killed, just our brains are fried. I mean, either way. Like, you know, world's a better place. <laughs> so I guess pretty much the only... I'm trying to scroll through screenshots to see if there's something worth There's nothing here. interesting about this episode. Like, the, I guess the mech design just... is kind of interesting. It's like, you know, it's got a top hat. It's got a cape. It's, like, very flamboyant. But 
Yeah. But at one point they do like make very clear. So the Maasai cards are gathering data on different aspects of humans and humanity. So the first one was absorbing the mentally capable, which is why it ate a school. Then the next one was like humanoid motion and like uh, fighting and stuff like that. Uh, they also lured Hiromu into like fighting a bunch of robots. There was one that wanted data on like machines, like their synthesis, and one on love. And so, yeah, they're enter is trying to get different parts of humanity. So that's mm-hmm. important. Gold and Silver, they talk that, or uh, Gold and the Colonel talk that through in the base and figure yeah. it out. They're, they're boyfriends, yes. Yes, the couple. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a final fight, yada, yada, yada. Like, Red and Pink team up, and Pink is standing next to Red, throwing blows, even though she's just a normal human. Like, why is she doing this if this isn't some kind of weird pilot to another series? I, I don't know. And if she's uh, not another part of, like, if she was... If she was from another Toku series, like, oh. yeah, sure, guest spot, fine. They're never great, but, like, at least that's a reason. But if uh, this I is her one and done. Oh, I guess it's kind of fun. In the Megazord fight, the, like, the Megazord goes up against the gold and silver combination mech, but then it steals the silver mech parts and uses the gun against the gold mech. So there's that. You know, that's kind of fun. Yeah, there is that. Then the line comes in, there's a save, and yeah. And then it's pretty perfunctory from there on in. Oh, and at the cap of the episode, the the girl says, like, hey, uh, I can't retire because now I want to steal your heart, Red. Great. She never shows up again in, in the series proper. Yep. She she does have a fun cameo in a way that we may explore later, but, like, we'll get into that. Maybe she does? Later. So there's a weird side movie that, like, does a fun thing that, like, I'm not sure how to cover. It's something I'm trying to figure out, and I have all of Is that the week. one with the frog? Yeah, the frog's it. Well, no, well, there's another one with the frog. It, it's it's something. The frog yeah. movie was just like was just like an action piece. It doesn't really matter. Okay, but there there was so I'll say there was a movie made like two years after the series finished, which was like kind of a reunion thing, but it's actually set in the timeline. I think between like episodes forty, it's it's either like set after episode 43 or episode no yeah or episode 45 okay so ones so, that we're yet to get to yeah and like it's not super plot relevant but it is fun so like i'm not sure it it's actually a dynamic enough it may be like the rare commentary track that we do we tried to do so a while ago and maybe okay. we'll do it again hell yeah i'm down with that uh but yeah this episode kind of sucks yeah whatever the next one is fun yeah, next one's great. <laughs> next one is awesome. Uh, like, we actually start episode 42, like, and media res, mid-fight. Like, uh, they're up against some kind of, like, truck, train, uh, metaroids. Uh, it, it's was a this train. One, it's... Was this one that we fought before? Yeah, way back in the start of the series, there was, like, a train uh, metaroid that was running along the power lines, you know, gathering. Uh... Right, I remember that. Like, it, it was one of the better designed ones because it actually collected a shit ton of, uh, of Energon before it went back into the, the nigga zone. Yep. Like, Enter has always been competent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he's fighting the, the Go Busters. He's shouting like, hey, you'll take the Express route to hell. Yep. 
And uh, they're they're just kind of going through the motions on this one because they've fought this one before and didn't have a hard time with it even back then. So Yellow kind of uses it as an excuse to like do an elaborate like hopping uh, death blow. Yeah, she wants to get extra style points on it and she she finishes it off. But then the big Megazord uh, shows up, which is kind of all that Enter wanted, because his new data set, he wants to merge one of the cards with a Megazord. So so they get a Megazord Metaroid, which is, mm-hmm. which as people have mentioned in the show, is weirdly meta. It's like super powerful. And that's, uh, it's also like, it hides. Like they, this one does a lot of weird stuff because. Well, yeah, it's. It doesn't seem, like, hugely more powerful than a Megazord would be, but it does have, like, weird side tricks. And also, because it's not just here to wreck stuff, it it goes off. It It's doing the trade thing where it's an announcer and saying, like, oh, uh, departing now, uh, you know, please stand clear. And it, di- and it disappears. Yeah. Becomes an invisible spirit train that yeah. will be running around the city and kidnapping people inside of it to drain their emotions. And in fact, I think it's like two years after the series that they did a train-themed Sentai. Mm, nice. Yeah, maybe there were, maybe this episode gave them like some inspiration. It's kind of kidnapping people that are at low points. It it seems to be searching for people who are like at the nadir of like you know they've uh, they've given up their ability uh, uh, they've given up their. Uh, uh, ability to resist treats they've uh what was it one guy gets uh bullied well, there, there's and... like there, there's a there's a sad like businessman who says like oh i messed up how can i ever show my face there and he's just really down in the dumps and then it says like hey spineless station like <laughs> next stop spineless station and then there's, yeah, yeah this the... this megazord is also a dick like we we gotta emphasize that <laughs> i love the concept of a trade that like goes around to just eat sad people <laughs> There's a but kid that falls down and cries. It's like, hey, crybaby station, let me let me snag you. I'm he might have hurt himself. Yeah, like, you know, I, I'm a grown-ass man. If I just full-on fell down on the ground, I, I might have some tears. Yeah, concrete's hard, it turns out. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I think the kid fell on, like, the playground. Yeah, but if, that's fine. I don't know. If that's so, then... Like, when I was a kid, I got hit in the head with a rock in a playground, and my mom just took me home. And in retrospect, I very possibly could have died from some kind of head trauma, but <laughs> apparently I didn't. Assuming this is real. But yeah, so the rangers, they realize uh, kind of what's happening, that it's kidnapping people. They're having a real hard time tracking it. Uh, and uh, so they're kind of all around town with their cameras, just trying to figure out, okay, where's the cloud going to be? Where's the train going to be? And Yoko gets to uh, one of the stops before it is able to eat the person, and she saves the person from going in the train, but she herself gets sucked inside. Well, she doesn't save him. She gets pulled in with him, specifically. Sorry. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so Yellow is stuck on the train, and because it's in some kind of weird, like, nether realm, it's at warps between stops... She can't transform. She doesn't have access to her powers. Yeah. Uh, so, and everyone in there is like, is just saying, ah, oh, this is hopeless. We'll never get out. And then they get some data sucked out of them into the walls, into the ground. Yoko's dad shows up at the, uh, uh, 
at the Colonel Station, like asking, like, hey, how did you let my daughter? Wait, no, I mean, Ranger Yellow uh, get eaten by a train. Yeah. Okay, but, you know, let's not panic. Let's let's be calm. They turns over and sees, like, Red just having a cup of tea. He says, all right, you're a little too calm. Panic more. But the Rangers, they actually have a plan. Like, they, uh, they figured out the pattern, and they have a plan to intercept the train now. Uh... There, there See, I, a... I love this episode. Like this episode shows Rangers at their competent best, as opposed to last episode where the Rangers were just comedy slapstick and it wasn't even funny. Yeah, like this is. I think this might be the last. Well, no, there's one specific one in forty five, but this is one of the last times that they kind of just deal with a monster of the week. And okay. at this point, they are very competent at it. Mm-hmm. Like, they know the deal, they've, they've done the routine, and really some of the changes we see are with the other characters. As Enter is hanging out with Escape and notices that, hey, ever since she found out that he has a Messiah card in him, she's been pretty cooperative. And, you know, he's enjoying that. Mm-hmm. They're actually getting along better than they ever have. Yeah, and he says, hey, I hope this mood carries with you. So Yoko is on the train, like, trying to actively cheer people up. Like, you know, she's leading them in songs, leading them in chants. She is giving them sweets, which eh, she really shouldn't. She needs those a lot more than they do. Yeah, but she's putting out stuff like the the one girl is, like, she's sad because the whole reason she's here is that she uh, could stop herself from eating sweets. And Yoko's like, eh, you know, that's not actually bad. Whatever, treat yourself. Uh, and realizing your faults is a good thing, and she she sings a song, which I have to assume either either she's totally demented or this is the traditional Japanese song because it, it has lyrics like you know look through your fingers and you'll see the sun. We can only be sad because we're alive. <laughs> Yoko, don't don't say the quiet part loud. Just a regular ass children's song right there. <sighs> uh, but anyway, like it 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 starts. Working. And also something that works is the trap that the rangers have, which uh, included one of the office people, like, pretending to be sad next to a fountain. Yep, the the lady who works in the command center, who mm-hmm. even I've forgotten her name at this point. Uh, but she, well, you say it works, but it, it specifically doesn't work, Sam. Well, I forget what happens then. They, like, the, the train kind of flies ahead, and maybe it was looking like it was going to, but Yoko was causing just enough problems inside the train that it pulls off to the side and spawns a bunch of little drones in there to fight her. Oh, that's right, that's right. And uh, because it has stopped in order to fight Yoko uh, inside of itself, uh, that gives Gold and Silver a chance to get in their mechs and kind of hold it in place while Blue and Red uh, shoot out a couple windows and hop inside the train while transformed. Yeah, because Gold and Silver, their mech has the big extendy arm. And they use it to create a bridge that Red and Blue run over. It, it's a it's a cool use of the things they already have. It is. It is. They are using the tools that they have creatively. Yeah. All right. So they've gone in there because even though this is now changed and it's weird Metroid, it's still also Megazord, and they know where the parts they need to break are. So mm-hmm. now that they've stuck in, they find the engine and destroy it. Well, uh, not before. Uh... Like, Blue goes to the engine, Red stops to fight uh, with uh, Enter, and when Blue gets to the engine, Escape is there, so they get to have a brief sexy fight before uh, Escape transforms. Yeah, like, well, they, they have, a, they continue the sexy fight after Escape transforms, because she does the, the jumping 
like scissor their head between your thighs and like pin them to the ground. And uh-huh. she she's talking about how good she's gotten. And Yoko like runs in to help. And again, if we were writing the series, there might have been a thing where Blue said, Yoko, give me like two more minutes. <laughs> like, or or maybe we could just go to a side room and you deal with this on your own. Yeah, but uh they they blow up the engine on the train, uh, which causes the mech to um uh, to break. Yep. Yeah, Yoko has a moment where she runs out of energy, but the the girl who was eating too much sweets has some sweets in her bag. So whatever. She just gives them to Yoko. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's a very triumphant music swelling scene of her eating a a sticky bun or something. And then as the uh, Megazord blows up, a second immediately pops up into place, a Gamma, that uh, had been summoned by the card. Or a Delta. Okay, so a Delta uh, pops up, uh, summoned when the card was attached to the original Megazord. Uh, but Escape transforms that into her personal Mega Mech. Yep, Megazord Zeta. It's uh, quite scary because, like, the, the Rangers, they fire a killing shot at it, and she just throws up shields and no-sells it. And then she kind of extends some chains and just, like, whips them around, and the, the Ranger Megazords are getting thrashed. Yep. As Enter explains, uh, the trade was not just sampling their weakness, but it was sampling their ability to grow and overcome it. So that has allowed them to evolve to new heights. The mech is not quite done maturing, and so after Escape uh, thrashes the uh, Rager mechs a little bit, he advises that she withdraw. And she does, and so does he. And, like, the day is saved, but the Rager's kind of lost this one. This is an L on the books. Well, yeah, because, like... Uh, they have gotten a new found uh, Megazord that is super strong, and as uh, Hiromu realizes at the end, now that Messiah is, like, evolving so much more, it might be like that vision he had where it becomes a huge, fully realized thing and bursts out of the, out of the ground. Yeah, the Rangers are getting very concerned about uh, everything that's happening. Like, everything yeah, and- is kind of going towards the enemy's plan. Yeah, and also, Christmas is a very important uh, point in history for these uh, these rangers, because that's when, you know, Messiah was born when their parents were eaten the first time. And, hey, these next couple episodes are Christmas episodes. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> big, big stuff happening in 43 and 44. I double-checked. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. We'll cover those next week. I, I think we may have... Fingers crossed, we may be back to, like, weekly-ish updates. Yes, that is the plan, because after this, we are doing One Piece, and if we timed it right, we should be doing it basically live. God. I'm trying as much as possible to remain spoiler-free, but I heard a couple minor things that already made me furious. I mean, you've you've watched the anime, read the manga? like I, I've read, like, a thousand issues of the of the comic. Jesus Christ, Terry. That is well, too many. It's been That's running. It's been running since like Clinton's first administration. <laughs> and it's a Japanese comic, so it comes out weekly, bar like one or two breaks the creator had because he had like a kid or got seriously ill. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's that's still quite impressive. Yeah. And so and I'm looking ahead. Uh, we may 
do like batches of episodes to finish things quicker, not the next two, or may uh, string things out. I have a fun idea for something to test as like for the future of the podcast that involves you, Sam, but you don't need to prepare for it. So be be worried. All but, right. Uh, but one thing that uh, we know for certain is what we're going to keep doing. We're going to keep dancing. We are going to keep dancing all the way through these last few episodes and on to the next series. <laughs> Someday, decades in the future, when the podcast has lived into an entirely new format and one of us has died and like the other has awkwardly replaced them, they, <laughs> they will ask, hey, why do we end each episode with keep dancing? And we'll know. <laughs> that got Alrighty. really grim there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs>